hold on a second, from the foothills of West Virginia, he catches everything that swims, shoots everything that walks. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you Straycast Gone Wild College Cuts. I'm your host, Dickie Moe, and we bring to you this afternoon, Nolan Miner, West Virginia's very own. Whoa! Yo, yo, yo! And uh, acquaintance me to my right, we have JP High. Yeah. Nolan, Nolan, Nolan. How are you doing on this What's fine going afternoon? On? Hey, how are you doing, man? You're down in Alabama at the moment. What's crack like? I am in Alabama. Uh, I'm hanging out at the Airbnb my buddies and I have right now. And uh, it's quiet right now because they're not here. But if they were here, I wouldn't be able to do this. Oh, heck yeah, heck yeah. You're fancy, huh? Now, did did you get put in a nice Airbnb or, Airbnb or are you in, uh, you know, one of those, like, basic living Airbnbs? Give us give us the rundown of your place real quick. We we always get pretty nice places because, um, I mean, there, there's probably, like, I don't know, 15, 16 of us staying here. So we always get a really big lake house. And it ends up being way cheaper than doing a hotel and it's oh. honestly the best thing ever oh heck yeah and you get your boat parking you know you get all the yes. guys up in one house you're strategizing yes. the day before the tournament you got the setup right now so it's amazing you know i'm gonna let you introduce yourself i already said you go to west virginia uh university let's uh you know say what grade what your major is what your age is just give us a rundown on a little bit of you yeah i'm 21 i go to West Virginia University. It's my fourth year. I switched to a marketing major uh, my sophomore year, so I'm going to be there for an extra year. So I'll be there for five years. But we get to fish for five years, so it's not it's not a huge problem uh, that I'll I'll get an extra year to do some of this college fishing stuff. Okay, good stuff, man. So right now you're in Alabama, and uh, you're about to fish the BASS College event on Smith Lake. Um, you know, right now the FLW college fishing events going on. Why did you choose to go to Smith Lake over fishing the FLW championship? What what was your uh, decision making behind that? There were a couple things, uh, but without going into too much detail, basically it came down to I could go to the Harris Chain and fish unfamiliar water. You know, I've never done Florida, and I'm not great at fishing vegetation. And we got to. F- how it was the pro circuit was there for a week and then the college guys would fish practice started the next day and they get a day and a half of practice so you fish for fish that have been pounded on for a week and then you get a day and a half of practice and i I don't know it felt i felt kind of disrespected because we're supposed to work so hard for this national championship and that's like what we strive for and then that just seemed you know kind of a letdown to have to do that uh i mean they're still catching fish and they caught them really well today uh, hats off to the guys that did but with a day and a half of practice you know there's guys need more time to find fish in my opinion yeah i mean who wants to fish for sloppy seconds i mean honestly no one, no one wants to be doing that stuff but uh it might it might be better than smith lake right now I'm, yeah I'm probably yeah get getting it. some payback for it smith lake's pretty tough right wait, now wait that derb is it's on the harris chain the F-O-W. yeah yeah they were all talking it's setting up to be huge bags if you watch, I mean, event. yeah, it was, um, they said it was, they had, a, yeah, 24 is leading it right now. And I think 20 is fifth place. I mean, they definitely caught them, but it's Florida and there's a lot of guys with, you know, eight pound bags or two or three fish. And that's what scares me. Florida is like, you're so close to being the hero and so close to being zero. And I felt more confident going to Smith Lake. I want to get that college series team of the year because we were within two and a half points of it last year. And, uh, you know, if I don't fish all four events, then I don't have a shot at that. So 
that yep. was another thing that went into my decision making. Oh yeah. So now give us the rundown on Smith. I mean, you've been practicing down there a couple of days. I've been keeping up with you. You were the striper god. You were pulling in big stripers. You were feeding the whole Airbnb of bass anglers. How has Smith been treating you, man? Like what what are you seeing on the lake? Don't 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 give away any turn I mean tournament starts tomorrow. Don't give away any juice. But like, you know, give us a rundown of what you're seeing and how you think the event will go. Yeah, I don't have any juice right now. I wish I did. Um, <laughs> the lake the lake was five and a half feet high when we started here and we got rain so the lake came up and then the lake went down and then we got more rain and it went back up and so it's like fluctuating and it's you don't want it to be five feet high this time of year because the fish don't want to move up into the flooded bushes. i mean the whole lake is flooded bushes and trees it looks amazing but the water's 50 to 52 degrees and the fish don't want to be up in that stuff right now and so it just makes everything really hard you can't tell what you're fishing when you're trying to fish rock or points um and for me it makes it really challenging um you know i'm sure there's guys that are catching them and somebody's going to catch them but for me it seems like the fish are kind of spread out and they don't want to you know pull up into the the flooded uh cover and i don't know it's it's a mess i don't really have anybody <laughs> like, yeah like no nobody i've talked to has been like yeah we're catching them i mean somebody is there's 250 boats out there fishing but yeah everybody i'm staying with it's like i want to catch five keepers Oh, yeah, of course. So, no, I mean, mainly, have you been catching spotted dogs? Have you been catching the spotted ones more than the large ones? Or how, how's the breakdown on your fishies going? Yeah, um, I'm catching, I mean, we're not catching many. I think we've we've been on the lake four days now and a total of, like, ten keepers. Um, and I've covered a lot of water. Smith Lake's a weird lake, how it's set up. You have to run really far if you want to really go anywhere because it's so narrow and windy. Um I've caught two keeper largemouth. One of them was a three and a half pounder, and he was, I don't know why he was where he was. I'm going to fish there again, but, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely mainly a spotted bass lake. Um, if you fish for largemouth here, it's a gamble. And with the conditions right now, I'm sure somebody's going to bring in some largemouth, but that's a really risky move. And if they pull it off and do it for more than one day, I'll be impressed. God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. All right, Nolan, so. I did it. We were here last year, and I did it, and it was terrifying. Oh, I caught yeah. five keepers for the first two days. I made the top 12, but go. I hated it. It was so stressful. Yeah. I didn't want to go out the third day. I was like, I don't. I want to qualify, but I don't want to make the top 12. I want to qualify for that national championship, but I don't want to do that again because five bites. You guys are like, oh, man, you got 14 pounds. Like, you're on them. I'm like, no, 40 minutes ago, I didn't have one of those, and I had, you know. So, it was uh, stressful. Every, every I'm going to do it again. Yeah, and every bite matters sort of event. Now, uh, every college team across the country, every college bass fishing team operates different. You know, every club has ways they're organized, ways they do things. You know, some have funding, some have coaches. Give us a rundown of West Virginia's bass team and what type of benefits have you gained from it? And wh how does your club organize? Like, do you have a coach that runs it? And uh, do you have any funding that goes to the club? We don't have a coach. We're all student led. Um, and it's, I mean, it's not, it's, you know, nothing special by any means. Uh, we don't really have much funding. Um, the reason I get to fish is cause I have, you know, grandparents and parents that are able to help me out and so I can travel and, you know, pay for everything. Cause you know, no college student can afford any of this stuff, yeah. um, blessed in that aspect. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of kids out here fishing that are this, you know, that's kind of the same story. Um, there's some colleges, you know, your bigger private universities have a lot of funding, but there's a lot of us out here that are 
scraping by, doing what we can so we can catch some fish. Hey, by any means possible sort of uh, mentality. You got to have that by any means possible. You're in it to win it, man. So, uh, yeah. hey. I think it's time we're going to take this show to game show time. We're going to round up the game shows going on. Pat, what do you think about that one? I, I like that. Andy, fire up the game show hey, music. Uh, hi, a- Nolan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's Pat. going on? What's up, dude? The, the whole crew is here, by the way. You know, yeah. if you, you were watching the show beforehand, JP High is next to me. We got Pat, Ryan, Andy. Sometimes I come on the show. Yeah, whole gang's here. I saw right. Peroznik, too. Yeah, oh, he, he did good. Peroznik was he did. here. He did good. He, he was here in attendance as well. At Okeechobee and at Brian's house. He did really good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so whip it up. Get ready, cause I I, I got I got some things for you. Whoop, so whoop, get ready, whoop, Nolan. Whoop, whoop. All right, I'm ready. All right. Well, this is Danny. Game show time, baby. I got a good game show for you. We're about to fire up the music, and then I'm about to hit you with some questions. You uh-oh. ready? Uh oh. One sec. The uh, the game show music's taking a second to load, and we'll be we'll be in it yep. in a second. This All right, awkward I'm pause is brought to you by Crestliner Boats. Nolan Miner, I am about to play with you a game called. Release, cook, and mount. I'm going to give you three different types of bass. Three different types of bass, and you are going to release one of these. You what? are gonna, you're gonna cook one of these things. It's which sacrilegious. It's sacrilegious, but like, I mean, it's you're like, gonna are ha- you doing it because it's stunted in the lake and you have yeah, to do you know population what? control? Like, just, just not getting this. I'm not going into. Do I get to? Do I get to give my reasons for each, or do I yeah. just? Yeah, I'm gonna give you. Th- I'm gonna give you three bass, and you're gonna pick the reason why you're gonna release one. Why you're gonna cook one of them and why you're gonna put it on your wall, all right? Sounds so, good. so pay very close attention. You gotta pay very close attention to the kinds of bass. I'm gonna give you three different bass species and. Si- I thought this was about babes. That's what it usually is, <laughs> but you know, uh, I, I can't say some words on on air, so I have to change it to bass. Okay. So you we're talking. Any words you want, man. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So these are the three different bass, and you gotta think about this, all right? So the first bass is a five pounder. Just a plain five-pound largemouth. It is a standard largemouth bass that happens just to weigh five pounds. Five pounds flat, 5.0, five-pound largemouth. Okay. The second one, the second bass we have is a 23-inch spotted bass. 23 Wait, inch. what? It's a 23-inch spotted bass, but this thing's a rail, man. It, it only weighs, yeah, it's, it's a really long one, but like this 23-inch spotted bass, he, he only weighs like for how long he is. It's a convenience store snooze. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he weighs like. I'm going to take him tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Weigh, he weighs like three pounds, 12 ounces. Like this is an ugly bass. It's 23 inches, but he only weighs. Hangs out eating sunflower seeds outside yeah, the convenience yeah. store. Yeah, I th- see that type. This is the kind of spotted bass that sits like underneath the drainage ditch waiting for like earthworms to come down. And then the next one we have is a small bass we have a smallmouth bass it's an absolute football this thing is 18 inches but he weighs 5.2 pounds this is a absolute giant small i mean literally it looks like a little rugby ball with like fins on it so a 5.2 pound smallmouth 18 inches absolute tank you got your ugly 23 inch spot that weighs like almost four but you know that thing's ugly then you got like you know standard five pound large mouth. i don't know how long he is but he weighs five pounds you know that's cool so which one? Okay. Which one are so you gonna I'm, cook? Which one? Which one am I gonna cook? Yeah, let, let's, uh, just, let's just fry one up to start. The smallmouth. You're gonna go- no, no, no! <laughs> You've yeah. already no. Andy, cut the music. Yeah. He failed. Hey, you already lost. You already lost. You lost the. Yeah, no, you're, hey, no. I, I like Nolan's style. 
I wouldn't <laughs> eat any of them. Honestly, this is not a uh, opinion oh, well, of the management by any means. He took a rugby ball and to no the bass table. Were, <laughs> no bass were harmed in the making of this stray cast episode, but I, I, I'm with you, Noah. All right, all right. So, so, so the chubby, chubby guy's out of the story. He's on your table. You know, you got a set of rice and beans to eat him. And then uh, so you, now you got your, like, ugly long spot, and you got, like, your standard largemouth. What are you going to do with those two? Uh, I'm going to let the spot go because, I mean, those fish – it's like you don't even want to put your hands on him when you catch one of those rail fish. It, you know, that's he sounds kind of gross. Definitely didn't want to eat, him. and I don't, I don't want him on my wall either. So I mount the largemouth. Oh, you know that that worked out in the end. Honestly, that that, that was a good choice. There it is. Hey, I, I think you're the small setback, big return. You had the small mouth was kind of alarming, but you know it, it all made sense in the end, and that's well, all that matters. You said. You said he was 18 inches. There's a lot of 18 inch smallmouth out there. You can, you know, that's true. I could take one out. He'd be okay. Yeah, because you were starving. He yeah. did. He yeah. failed to leave out that you were starving. Oh, Nolan, yeah. after yeah. A, yeah. after a 26 day no, tournament run. Yeah, but, no, no one's a starving college angler, and he needed to eat. Some how many peace. years does it take to get to a five pound smallmouth in the north? Yeah, it depends on where you are. In I have no idea. You had to take a time. Get, long time. I say it take a long time. I say at least ten. Now, Nolan, we do this every single show. Um, you've probably heard the term before. What is, I'm going to give you a definition, or I'm going to give you a word. Give me the definition, all right? What is your definition for a proper Bassin man? What do you think is a proper Bassin man? Uh, I think it's somebody who likes to catch bass just for what bass fishing is. Not like It doesn't matter if it's a tournament. doesn't matter if you're dragging your kayak down to some creek. You like catching bass because bass are super cool and they're super <laughs> fun fish for. They're they're chillers. <laughs> that is a well well said, Nolan. Well said, Nolan Miner. Good stuff. Good stuff. Man. Yes, absolutely. Hey, uh, Nolan. Yes, dude. Uh, you're gonna be at the old uh, BMC. Yes, I am. I'm excited to see you there. It's gonna be. Uh, yeah, I. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. So I'm here in Alabama right now. And my boat is here and Gunnersville is not that far away, but I have to go back to school for a week, but I have friends who live here. So I don't know if I'm going to take the boat home and leave it and not have it at the classic or leave the boat at my buddy's house in Gunnersville. No, no, leave it because you never know when you're going to need it, especially since we're coming into town. Bingo. Exactly. You know what, I, you know right. what I'm saying? You know what I'm We're saying? We're getting some live action on the water coverage, maybe. <laughs> we don't know. So. And um, I know that uh, that you and I share a couple commonalities, okay? Uh, one is a, um, a fineness for exotic footwear. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, for sure. We both, I know what you're talking about. We both uh, shop for the bougiest of bougie when it comes to footwear. Um, I have often run into you at the outlet mall. And we have uh, picked out some of the finest pairs of Crocs together, you and I. Yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty great. I mean, you wear nothing but Crocs every time. It's Nolan and Crocs. Yeah, I, this week it's actually there's been a couple of days of practice where it's cold rain, and so I, I you know I have some boots that are waterproof, but I leave the I keep the Crocs in the boat because I don't know I'm not even superstitious, but it's just I feel like that's part of my mojo. I gotta have them. At least there for if it warms up, you know. I mean, yeah, you have to. Going. Certain things have to be in a boat, you know, all all the time. Like I keep my grandpa's old cane in the boat. I keep an old Thor hat in the boat. Cinnamon pop tarts, stuff like that. Important stuff. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. And now another thing that I know that you thrive on. All right, I have a little intel 
on you from, okay. a, from a mutual a mutual friend of ours. Okay, that uh, you're straight up uh, you're straight up crackhead about that Mountain Dew Kickstart. That, I mean, like you carry like six of them in your belt at a time. Is that true? A disciple of fighter. Yeah, <laughs> a, fighter, a fighter disciple. The, the, old that, kick, the old kickstart. Yeah, I mean, those things, you know, I try not to drink energy drinks when I'm in a tournament. I try to, you know, get good sleep, like eat <laughs> well, you know, because I, I'd rather have that than the caffeine energy. But like if I'm going fishing with my buddies on a Saturday and we're getting up and, you know, at 5 a.m. and we were up late, like I'm, yeah, first thing I'm grabbing at the gas station is the kickstart. The kickstart. What is your flavor? That black cherry? Uh, no, it's the, the mango one. Nice. Mango. I don't think we have that. Mango. The yellow. Yup. Wait, are we talking White Claws? Yes. No, yeah. not White Claws. <laughs> no, no, no. White Claw kickstarts. Only girls used to drink White Claws. Now everybody seems no, like, All you right. guys drink the White Claws. We, all right. We need a White Claw sponsorship, honestly. If we can pick one. Everybody White Claw. White Claw, if you're listening, please sponsor us. But hey, uh, Nolan, Nolan, I got something for you. Yes. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold oh on. no, no, Pat. hold on. The Nolan, I, I got, I want to tell you. Now, I, I, got, right. I got another little insight here that you, uh, you, you happen to to live a, let's call it a, let's call it a simple life away from things, life on the farm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> life yeah. On, I, this, I'm not a super social person. Like I, I enjoy being around people, but. You know, I'm, I'm definitely not a party goer. I have way more fun with fish and critters that I'm hunting. So, yeah, that's kind of what I do. And there's a few people that I can share that with that kind of have the same love and appreciation for it as I do. Like, I love being around those people. But, yeah, for the most part, I'm kind of just doing fish stuff or chasing something that I'm hunting Dude, when I can't that fish. That keeps, so. keeps you pure. It keeps you pure. And uh, it's kind of like Clun. It's like a Rick Clun deal. Right there, and, and I admire that. I admire that, uh, whether you know it or not. And I noticed this about you the first time I met you at the uh, Bassmaster Classic. I think two years ago. Um, you're, you're you're a pretty spiritual kid for your age. You're pretty together, and I mean that uh, most sincerely, dude. So, boom. Yeah, I mean, it looks that way anyway. Well, uh, <laughs> we can that. no, it's working out for you. It's working out. For yeah, you. absolutely, absolutely. What's up? Sorry, Dan. I wanted to talk no, about no, no, Nolan. No, 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 no. I'm learning more about Nolan, man. <laughs> l- l- let's showcase our college angler, honestly. That's the thing. Not too many people know about college anglers. We have this great opportunity that we're live on Facebook showing everyone what these college anglers know and talk about and about them a little bit. But, Nolan, on your Instagram, man, every single story you post, the majority are walleye and trout. I absolutely love that you're a multi-species angler. Like, your walleye stories, man, I love them. Like, Let's give us a breakdown percentage-wise. How much are you fishing for bass, and how much are you like fishing trout, walleye, stripers, you know, whatever's in the river by your house sort of deal? Like, what, what are you doing there? Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I try to fish for bass a lot because, you know, I fish tournaments, so I need to stay on top of my game. But West Virginia is not good bass fishing. I mean, we got to work to find places to fish for them. And if, if it's a lake that has a boat ramp and you can put a boat on it, it's way too pressured. I mean, I guess that's Jersey stuff too. Uh, Eric talks about that stuff, but um, for the most part, if you want to catch bass, you know, it has to it has to be good conditions where you have to be on a, a good place that's you know small kayaking. So I'm kind of fishing for. I just like catching fish. Yeah. And to me, even if I'm not fishing for bass, if I'm fishing for something, just kind of the mechanics of you know mm-hmm. casts, hook sets, you know, learning 
the way that I should be fishing a certain bait, you know, say it's a swim bait, even though I'm catching walleyes on it, you know, being super comfortable with my retrieve, just when I'm, when I transition to bass fishing it, you know, it flows. It's good to just be fishing all the yeah. time in my opinion. Oh yeah. Nolan, we feel your pain cause we kind of live in the armpit of the United States and we fish behind like steel mills to catch smallmouth. So, I mean, we, we feel your pain trying to make the, make the best out of what you have, man. But, exactly. uh, I got one more thing from you. We do this on every single show. Last topic. It's called three on deck, one in the hand. And what you're going to do is you're going to pick essentially four. So three on deck, one in the hand. You're going to pick three on the what? Three on this deck. He's on his oh. boat. He's on his boat ready to get at her. So he, uh, Nolan, you got to pick three combos, rod reel, and you're going to pick three baits and then whatever's in your hand. So four rod and reels and then bait. If you, like anywhere in the country you don't know where you're going but like what i don't know where i'm going you have no idea like what are, what are your go-to rod reel combos and what bait are you using give us the rundown all right uh let's get a seven six flipping stick fast reel 20 pound fluoro and i want a d-bomb with a half ounce weight on it pegged uh -huh. Just like I want to drop it in some bushes, some anything. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, that's on deck for when I see something I need to drop, you know, the bait in. Yeah, look, going look. down the bank. Situational. Uh, the other, th one of the other ones. Let's. I can't. I can't say top waters because I don't know. It could be any time of year, you know. Um, probably a three-eighth ounce. Uh, I like using the Molex Kento jig because, I mean, they're awesome uh, with a chigger craw on it because that can be in cold water or warm water. Mm -hmm. uh, on 15 pound, I don't know, 7.3 medium heavy, just something I can, you know, not necessarily drop in, into a bush, but flip it around it if the fish aren't in it like that. That's also on deck. And I, I guess probably like a small Kitek, like a 3.3 on a ball head. Um, Another rod on deck, just you know, I don't know if it's clear water. This is weird. I don't picking something with no conditions that yeah, freaks me yeah. out. You, you know what? <laughs> you, we're, like we're, we're, we're gonna say October, October in like uh, West Virginia, sure. I mean, you know, yeah, you, you no, generally so know. Those, okay, well then I'd get rid of the, so, so the you, flipping bait. But besides that, those no, 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 no. But like fall, fall conditions haven't hit yet, so it's essentially like a warm October in the beginning. Let's say okay. like you're still having like not seven, all the time, but three times a week. Yeah, but like three times a week, you're having sixty to <laughs> seventy degrees. So keep your flipping stick. What is your last bait? Sixty degrees, October, West Virginia. What are you doing, man? It's a bone S waiver 168. That's like a six inch ish glide bait. Yeah, the glide um, bait. And a seven two seven three heavy, and like 15 or 17 pound fluorocarbon. I'm pretty sure that's the only bait I know how to bass fish with anymore. Phenomenal, so phenomenal, I Nolan. Throw that anywhere. No, I can get him to eat it. Nolan, you absolutely yeah. Applause, audience. Nolan absolutely killed the three on deck one in the hand game. <laughs> All right, you know, I think I've had enough shenanigans with you. Pat, if you got anything more, no, Nolan has been a phenomenal guest for this afternoon. Nolan, you're awesome, dude. I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more things from you in the future, dude. You're yeah. just a, you're a fun dude to be around, and you have the right um, mindset for what a bass fisherman should be. And I mean that sincerely, dude. Again, you, you got the right mindset. That's important. You, you're going about it the right way. It's, uh, I appreciate it. It's no, uh, it's no all sugar dumplings with you. You're I, riding the roller. I, uh, He's I riding got a roller question coaster. for the young man. Can I ask it? Very yeah, quickly, Jay yes. Right, very so quickly. At the beginning of the show, you said you switched to a marketing degree. Is that purely for fishing's sake? Yeah. 
Awesome. awesome. To awesome put it simply, stuff. yeah, that, because that, I originally I was a, a fisheries management major, mm-hmm. and because, you know, I'm just a fish nerd, like I love everything fish, and so my original plan was just, you know, do fisheries biology stuff, not really make any money, but be around fish <laughs> all the time, so I'd be happy. And then I started doing like this Ken tournament Cook. stuff, and I'm like, hey, I can catch some fish and compete with some people, and there's, you know, there's a future in that if you make the right moves. So what do you say? I didn't want to end up down the road some you know position having a good time you know living a good life but not making a lot of money and thinking what could, you know maybe i could have done the tournament gig i, I didn't want to have that thought down the road i want to try bingo bingo what, man what he's saying bass pros is he's not going anywhere <laughs> no one <laughs> minor is here to stay i'm not going anywhere Good stuff, Nolan. All right. Hey, we're going to let you go for this afternoon. You got to get some sleep. You got a big day tomorrow. Absolutely. Tur- yeah, I got tournament really time. This evening. Tur- tournament. The, uh, hey, Nolan. Yes. Keep it what, real, what dude. What did I say? Keep it real. I will. Keep I it real in the field, all right? I said evening. Sounds good. Hey, what's your message? What do you want to say before you get out of here? Ooh, um... I hope I bring in five big old spotted dogs tomorrow. <laughs> bring in them dogs, man. There it bring is. Bring them dogs. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up one more time for Nolan Miner. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, bro. Safe Nolan, travels. Knock get, him out. Get some rest. Thank Good you. night, man. Boom. There's Nolan. Hey, another edition of Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television in the books. There it is. First ever College Cuts Live. Mystery guest, Brian the Carpenter. Mystery Tackle Box unboxing. And we have, right now, a giveaway. Wow. Yes. Did you guys do that over there? I don't know. Th- th- I randomized the hell out of this This thing. has been a historic night. Yes. Wow. I did do this. Mystery Tackle Box giveaway. Are we going to do it to reggae? Is this reggae? I'm, I'm doing reggae. I noticed you had some very confused okay. looks looking well, at my computer. Yeah, this uh, dinosaur computer is a little, a little different. Yeah, don't o- don't to. open that file, dude. No, 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 no. But I did find the randomizer, and we do have a winner. And the winner is of the mystery tackle box, Stephen Walden. Stephen Walden. Stephen Steve. Walden. Yeah. Good stuff, Stefan. That's Stefan. It's Stefan Walden. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, that's awesome. I would have said Stephen. No, that, that's our dude, Stefan. We're gonna see him in like three days. Yeah, you're gonna. Oh. Be, we're gonna oh. see him at the class. We'll, we'll bring it we'll with. Bring it with. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, that's all. That's the magic of a randomizer. <laughs> I love it, Stefan. <laughs> Hell yeah. The JP calculator. He's a bad man, but Jamba. That dude. He's on my team. He's on my team. Hey, we're, uh, we're going to the Bassmaster Classic next week, so we're off next week, but we return, uh, I think, the week after or uh, or the following. We'll figure it out with the winner of the Bassmaster Classic. It is going to be freaking amazing. Thank you so much for all of you that tuned in, Bass Galaxy. Thank you to all of our sponsors who make this show possible. Thank you to Mystery Tackle Box for the giveaway tonight. Thank you to Crestliner Boats for keeping us afloat. Happy birthday, Carl. Happy birthday, Carl. Oh, yeah, Carl. Have a good time. Danny Mohansen, good job. I, I was going to do the Pat Renwick, uh, you know, close the show, Hakuna Matata. Like, yeah, here you go. Hakuna. Bass Galaxy, it was a good show. It's fun hanging out with you today, Danny. It was fun this hanging out. morning. It was fun hanging out fun with hanging you. Morning. It was morning. a good morning. I thought I said afternoon. Happy morning afternoon to you, too. You know what? As well. Yeah, th- things happen on this side of the studio. And all, all good things. Bass Galaxy, it's been good. It's been fun. It's been good fun. 
Good fun times. Good fun times. We'll we see you in two, three weeks. We'll, we'll give them updates at the Classic. Stay, look at our Instagram. Keep up for updates. Boom. See you then. Peace. Adi Hakuna Matata. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!